back to the South End Zone Podcast. I'm your host this week, Jason. I'm here with Hunter. He's actually here uh, for a change. And Timmy, Hunter, how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good. Still suffering, licking my wounds from um, just catastrophic failure down in Baton Rouge. And uh, looking forward to 2022. How are you? <laughs> catastrophic failure. I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm okay. Not uh, licking my wounds too bad, but, you know, it, it could be better. Timmy, how's it going, bro? I'm doing a lot better than I have the last couple of weeks. Finally got off the old one win schneid in the pick section there. So it's trending upwards. Indeed it is. Eric is not with us this week. He'll be back with us next week. He is otherwise gainfully employed. And uh, boys, I'm I'm, I'm going to jump right into it this week because, uh, well, and before I do for our listeners, this, we're going to do kind of a off the cuff short episode because uh, for two reasons. One, we are transferring our network over to the pigskin podcast network and uh, that's going to take some time so we're going to go ahead and get this episode out for you before the lines for week nine are out and also because we are all four slammed this week and don't really have time to dive into it in the middle of the week so that being said boys i'm going to jump right into it uh it's a good thing eric is not here because his picks are uh just a dumpster fire this week (laughs) we can go ahead and go over the picks you know, for everybody, I'm going to start with him since he's not here to defend himself and we can just roast him uh, with no, you know, no consequences here. Coastal Carolina minus four. Did anybody watch that game before I go any further with that? Nope. No, I didn't watch it, but that was the one pick that I thought he was clean on this week. That one, that one stings for him, man. I, I hurt for him on that pick. Well, and we talked about it last week, you know, like, you know, like Coastal Carolina has been covering huge spreads all year. And I was actually going to take that if he did not take it. And Appy State ends up getting the upset. So. Yeah, App State, the crusher of dreams. They are the crusher of dreams, Michigan fans. Uh, Consistently, too. (laughs) But uh, anyway, so he missed on that one. And then next he missed on NC State minus three and a half. I I don't know what happened there. How did did they go down there and and get beat by Miami? I mean, what am I missing here? Dear King. That's just a kick in the junk, man. I'm lost on that one. Like, Dear King didn't even play. They go on. They go on the road and just destroy Boston College, and then <laughs> go on the road to Miami and just lay a giant egg. To be honest with you, I think Derek King not playing worked in Miami's favor because that Tyler Van Dyke kid that they had, you know, play in his spot, he put up some big numbers, man. He threw for like over three hundred yards, had four touchdown passes. He was light years ahead of where Derek King's been this year. Yeah, 325, four TDs for Van Dyke. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, I suppose that's a, it's a lot better than what they've had, you know, to this point anyway. But, yeah, so NC State, I mean, they're still, a, you know, five and two. I mean, they're not – they don't have a terrible record or anything. They could still challenge for the ACC title. But a couple of teams are going to have to lose, and we'll get to them in a minute. And then to close Eric out, uh, this one was funny to me. He took Wake Forest and Army under 52. Final score, 70 to 56. So, <laughs> good call. <laughs> Just a wee bit short. Yeah. Good, a tad. good call on the under 52, 126 points scored. That's great. That's pretty nuts. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't think anybody projected. I mean, what do you, I, like, Hunter, I want to ask you a question. Like, okay, you're the Wake Forest defensive coordinator. Your team is sitting at 7-0. And I look over at you and go, Coach, you gave up 56 last week to Army. 
like, what were you doing in team meetings? <laughs> What's your response? Well, Army is a very quality football team, Jason. Don't get that twisted now. Very good offense with Army, and I think our guys played well. We learned a lot, and uh, we're going to move forward and learn from our mistakes. On to the next one. Spectacular group of men. <laughs> Give this man a job somewhere. <laughs> almost convinced me there. Mm-hmm. Almost convinced me. I mean, it's, that's, that's what you say, right? <sighs> I don't know what you can say. Wake Forest is going to meet somebody real, and they're going to get freaking boat raced as you like to say. Thank you. Thank you. At least somebody else on here agrees with me about that. Hey, I took them at, to go seven and five preseason. I just said they would win more than six and a half. They did that. I'm done with them. I hope they lose every game. I don't care. Now, I guess my downfall in their preseason prediction was not accurately accounting for how fucking trash their schedule is, but they haven't beat anybody of any relevance and. You know, they're a smokescreen. I mean, their whole conference is trash. Their their <laughs> upcoming schedule is, it's not a cakewalk, I would say. I mean, they got to go to North Carolina. They're going to play NC State. They're going to go to Clemson. And then they got to finish up at Boston College. I mean, those aren't pushovers. So I would bet you they drop at least two of those games. Yeah, they're not pushovers if you're Wake Forest. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, they just gave up 56 to Army. Army. <laughs> yeah. Like Army. Doesn't look too good. Um, and then to finish him out, he took Oregon over UCLA. I upset. I was pissed when he took that. There was, you know, that was easy money. I felt like free two points. It was a closer game than I thought it would be, but um, I don't think anybody uh, that watches I don't know college where Vegas. Really where was did. Vegas getting this line from? I, I don't know. That that's what I'm saying. Like I don't think anybody that really watches college football and pays attention to it very close expected UCLA to actually win the game. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe there are, maybe there were, but when I saw that, I was like, no, that's free money if you're betting on Oregon, but it was close. All right. So Eric is wrapped up. He took two points on the week. Oh, and three against the spread. Not a good week for our boy, but he'll be back. I'm sure. Um, and improve next week. Hunter, I'm going to move it over to you. Mm. Speaking of week, speaking of week forest, you took them at minus three. Uh, nice cover there. They won by, 26 or what 24 <laughs> 14 yeah, yeah 14 there you go yeah. so right. uh, math easy. 101 ladies and gentlemen <laughs> yeah 14 easy cover there that well it's kind of hard to remember when they score 126 points in a game so yeah. you we know so good pick there, just but, keep going but the rest of your week a little bit let's, rough let's move it on down rough. the line yeah moving on down the line uh <laughs> virginia tech minus three they lost to syracuse I want to kick that over to Timmy. Like, what <laughs> is Justin Fuentes going to be fired? I mean, let's just be honest. I, I've always kind of been in his corner up until this point. My pitchforks are out. He needs to fucking go. This team is, I think they they quit on him, honestly. Um, you know, this is the first week that they've actually put up some points on offense, but then, you know, the defense just rolls over and, and gives up, you know, ungodly points to Syracuse. Like, come on, man. They're just in shambles. He needs to go. Clean house. I would have to agree. Hunter, you got a take on that? No, he's fired. <laughs> he's gone. Get him out. Yeah. Goodbye, Fuentes. All right. And then you did it again. You just keep doing it. I don't know why you keep doing it. You bet on LSU because I guess that's the only team you watch. Well, um, you know. let me tell you why. Okay. So <laughs> this LSU football team, I don't... I, Maybe one of our listeners felt this way, but I, I want to meet the person who called them to beat Florida. And then they turn around and get smacked by Kentucky 
I feel like this LSU team is it's like a box of chocolates, man. You just you don't know what you're going to get. Mm. So well, well, it's also got to be pretty hard for them kids to keep wanting to compete when they know that their coach is just a fucking figurehead sitting there on the sidelines for the rest of the year. Such a strange situation. This, this, yeah. this. I mean, you have, has this ever happened in college football? Like predetermined, you're going to leave at the end of the season when you know you were going to be fired anyway. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure I'm it sure. has, but I don't think it's ever been made public. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm sure it's probably, you know, somewhat common, but. For it to be big news like that, I doubt it. Now, you know, there's obviously been several situations where guys retire, you know, or announce this is my last season type deal. But yeah, that was what me and Eric talked about last week. Like the timing made no sense, you know, I and mean, maybe just give the kids some clarity. I, I don't, it, it didn't, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know why you yeah. would announce I, it, I guess. Do you, do you just let it, do you let the elephant stay in the room or do you address right. it? What do you do? Yeah. I mean, it's a lose-lose. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I, I think it's uh, I think Eric hit it right on the 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 nail on the head where, he, you know, he talked about it's better for them to find it out from us than like it get leaked, you know. So but anyway, yeah. LSU did not cover. They got throttled. They got some garbage time points to make the, you know, score respectable, but did not cover plus 10. And then lastly, uh, you took USC over Notre Dame. I mean, Notre Dame's not that good. So I don't really fault you there. feel like that could have game. Game could have went either way, but I did expect Notre Dame to cover that. Yeah, it's going to sound like an excuse. Week. It's going to sound like an excuse here, but it's, you know, our, our rules are we don't want to pick the same games. And I was rather late to get my picks in. So that was a crapshoot. Just going to put it out there. Yeah. Well, there wasn't, uh, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of great games to pick from last week. The The slate was pretty, uh, you know, just not very good, uh, being, being honest. Timmy, I'm going to kick it over to you. Oh, well, Hunter, you took one point, uh, same as, you know, you went two or one and two against the spread, didn't hit your upset, so you took one point on the week. That's two two weeks in a row there, uh, one point, so you're going to have to kick it up or you're going to lose your second place spot here pretty quick. I fully expect to. <laughs> All right, Timmy, kicking it over to you, pit minus three and a half, easy cover there. Clemson sucks ass, and uh, we'll get to that in a second. And then Kansas plus 39, nice call, but... <laughs> I still Kansas plus 39. I was like, Kansas, they're going to get destroyed by Oklahoma and shit. They almost beat them. It's like I said in the group chat, man, I don't know how you could look at the way Oklahoma's played this year and say, yeah, I feel comfortable laying 39 points. I don't care who they're playing. You know, they've kept it close with every garbage team they've played this year, other than maybe one. I think they beat somebody early on, like 70 to nothing or some shit, but Every other game than that, you know, it's been real close. So that was easy. I got a I got a question for Timmy here while we're while we're on Oklahoma. Given the body of work that Oklahoma has shown, if you want to call it a body of work, relative to the body of work of Michigan, who's seven and zero, sitting at number six, Oklahoma only dropped one spot to number four. I think Michigan deserves to be above Oklahoma at this point. I think there's a lot of teams that deserve to be above Oklahoma. I mean, if I was making the top 25 list, I wouldn't even have them in the top 15, just based on the eyeball <laughs> test. Yeah. Yeah, well. I, got, the, I, don't, top- I don't give a shit that they're undefeated. I mean, when you're just squeaking out games against these garbage-ass teams, you know, you're not good. I'm sorry. I wouldn't have them ahead of Wake Forest, though. Well, no, definitely not. Well, you know, I, I'm going to play devil's advocate to that for just a second. If I'm a coach... Okay, I don't give a shit what you think about how much I should win by. 
we won. Period. That's that's so, all that matters. Yeah, we See, won. I can I can get down with that argument in the NFL where the talent gap between teams is not as much as it is. Mm-hmm. But in college football, when you have supposedly four and five star kids all over the field and you're playing a bunch of jabronis, you should smoke check them. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. Yep. I think it used to be that way, but I think the transfer portal has evened things out quite a bit. I think that's why we're seeing so much parity this year. I mean, if I'm being honest. Well, I mean, even if you don't dominate them both offensively and defensively, minimum, you shouldn't give up a ton of points to a nobody. You know, if you want to have a respectable win, go out there, win 28 nothing, 35 to 10, something like that. I'm not saying you got to blow everybody out like Ohio State tries to do, but you should at least dominate the inferior opponent if you're a top five team. And Oklahoma has not done that ever. Yeah, no. And they're normally, I mean, you would, in a normal season, I would say, yeah, Oklahoma, they're going to score 60 every week, but they're going to give up 40. But this year, their offense hasn't really been all that great either. So <laughs> it's just, it's a crazy season. You know, I, I don't know really what to make of it, but uh, Kansas had a chance to win that game and had a couple of crucial mistakes there towards the end that cost them. But it was an it was a exciting game to watch. And then moving on a little bit, uh, Timmy, you took uh, a total uh, Virginia Tech and Syracuse under 45 and a half. Had a little bit too much faith in Virginia Tech's defense there. And we already discussed your uh, thoughts on Justin Fuente. So no need to keep hammering that nail. And then you took Gundy over Iowa State. And then, uh, you know, you picked Iowa State to go to the playoffs and then you bet against them. <laughs> and then they screwed you. Well, so well, Hey, man, you got to shift fire in the middle of the season. And I thought I saw an opportunity for the mullet to come out on top, but he screwed me. I'm telling you, you can't bet on that guy. If you would have bet on Iowa State, guaranteed Oklahoma State pulls off the win. So You're probably right. You know, or pulls off the cover, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, so two points for you this week. You went uh, two and one against the spread, missed your upset. So a uh, slight improvement over the last two weeks for you. Moving over to me, I took Minnesota minus five and a half. Uh, they dominated. Pretty easy cover there. Um, you know, Maryland stinks. So I don't think that was uh, nothing to really write home about there. Timmy, you've been deep shit, man. You better watch out. Minnesota's going to win eight games. You better be careful. Hmm. We'll see. They're not there yet. <laughs> You'll be putting that Baltimore Ravens gear on. So get ready for that. Ohio State minus 20. That game was over mid-second quarter. It was just utter destruction. Indiana's terrible. So, you know, Ohio State's going to do that, I feel like, to just about everybody they play the rest of the year, including Penn State this week. And then I took Ole Miss LSU over 76 and a half, which was a massive mistake. I should have known that LSU's offense was going to come back to earth like a meteor, which it did. And then I took Clemson over Pittsburgh. I I don't want it to sound like a cop-out, but I didn't really like any of the other picks other than Oregon over UCLA upset-wise, and I bet on Clemson's talent. And Clemson, I don't know about you boys, but maybe Dabo had that LSU job on his mind. What do y'all think? I don't know. I think DJ Uyungle just sucks. (laughs) He got benched in that game. And, uh, I, don't, I can't even begin to even try to pronounce the other kid's name that came in. It's like they don't have anybody on their team with any vowels in their names. But, um, yeah, <laughs> he came in for like a series and Dabo was like, no, get your ass back on the bench and you get back in there. But, yeah, it, it was sad. Sad to watch their offense, man. Yeah, they're bad. File my 
Foul my Clemson's going to the national title and DJ used one in the Heisman under the most freezing cold takes of all time. Yeah, that one's Antarctica. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. straight up Antarctica, no doubt. Uh, so I took two points on the week, uh, two and one against the spread, missed my upset. So that brings the totals to Eric is still in first place, even after that terrible off week. He's 11 and 13 against the spread, but the upset picks... He just keeps hitting them, man. He keeps hitting them. Like, honestly, I want to count these. How many he's hit? He's hit one, two, three, four, five. Five out of the last seven. <sighs> God, dog. Dude, Jeez. Killing it on upsets. So he's in first place with 21 points, but 11 and 13 against the spread. Hunter, second place, <laughs> nine and 15 against the spread. Same shit. <laughs> Fucking upset picks. Keep in a minute. He's hit one, two. Three, four, five, five out of the last seven. Jesus Christ. Need more cowbell. <sighs> Something. And then uh, third place, I'm still hanging in there. 17 points. I'm 13 and 11 against the spread. How's that shit work? I got the best against the spread record. I'm in third place. Figure yeah, that one out. This is your rules. <sighs> I know. I feel like I shouldn't have made the rules this way, but too late to change them now. And then Timmy dragging up the rear. He's 500 against the spread, 12 and 12, and 16 points. So, boys, we're about at the halfway point. Uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, I've got some good positive momentum, and you guys are in trouble. Nah, we're coming for that top spot. Wait for it. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Indeed. You're probably right. So, we got the picks done. Uh, Obviously, our lines for week nine are not out yet. They'll be out tomorrow, but we'll make our picks this week, and we'll review them on next week's show. But before we close out, boys, I want to talk about a, um, just a small handful of games here. It's a really huge week in the Big Ten. You got uh, Michigan, Michigan State on the docket. <laughs> and I got to be honest, Timmy, if you'd have told me that Michigan and Michigan State were both going to be undefeated at this point in the season, I would have bet my life savings against that. What do you think? I, I would have agreed with you. But Michigan to this point, they may be a smokescreen because they really haven't played anybody. This is going to be their first big test of the year. Um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they won because, like I said, they've looked okay up until this point. But Michigan State has already been battle-tested, and we've seen what they can do, especially on the ground. So, you know, this one could be a good game. Um, definitely be watching, tuned into that one for sure. I think the... Uh, the early action on this game actually has Michigan as like a three and a half point favorite on the road. So I don't know about that, but we'll see how it shapes out, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm looking at, too. I mean, you look at these two teams, they're pretty identical as far as like what they do. You know, the only difference is Michigan State throws the ball a little bit more. Michigan runs the ball a little bit more. I mean, but you look at their defensive statistics, Michigan a little bit superior, but I think you know, I, I mean, I think uh, Michigan State's played a few offenses that are a little bit better than what Michigan has played. I mean, they've played Wisconsin, Rutgers, Northwestern, Washington. <laughs> you know, like I just, I don't think they've played anybody really that's got a great offense. Or kind of goes back to what you said earlier, though. We were talking about these these teams that are, you know, higher ranked, better teams and how you should dominate your opponent. They've largely dominated their opponents with the exception of the the game at Nebraska where they they won 32 to 29 but other than that they haven't really had any close games and they've won handily so it's fair to say that they're a smoke screen in my opinion but and we have no reason to think they're not yeah i agree i mean they're undefeated against the spread this year so they've been you know 
Vegas isn't giving them much love every week, but they continue to, you know, outperform the expectations. So I, I don't know. On the road, I feel like their formula is pretty much if you can stop Kenneth Walker, like they should win. That's just my opinion. I don't think Michigan State's got enough firepower outside of that kid to to really do much. So I like Michigan in this game. I mean, I think that's where most of the money in Vegas is going to get laid. So, you know, we'll see. It is on the road. It's a crazy season. You never know. I think Michigan State's going to run into the khaki Kmart curtain. <laughs> oh, no. He's going he's gonna to pleat them extra tight this week. Extra starch. What about the nightmare scenario for Harbaugh where – he wins this game, and then you know they play Indiana, Penn State, and Maryland sets him up undefeated going into the last week of the season against his arch nemesis, Ohio State. They're in a playoff position, and he chokes it off. <laughs> Dude, he's going to get the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not even going to be close, a- and you know those teams, they haven't had a heated rivalry lately, but you know it'll come back instantly, and Ohio State is yeah. going to drag them through the dirt. <clears throat> I think Ohio State's oh, about to drag man. everybody they play through the dirt, at least until they get to the playoffs anyway. You kidding me? If they showed up to that game undefeated and get the brakes beat off of them. I would love that. Oh, man. Oh, man. That could get real ugly. I would, this podcast, it would, it would be the best episode of the year if that happens, so I hope it does. I would watch every snap of that game. Wait, you're going to actually watch that game? The entire thing. I just want to see. Mm. I wish they had like a coach cam so I could just watch Harbaugh instead of the game. Yeah. Like, watch it through his reactions. Yeah, you'll watch it unless Chelsea's playing. Then you won't watch it. I got two TVs. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, we touched on that. Uh, Do we all kind of like Michigan there? Yep. I think so. Yeah. I I think it's closer than people think, though. Yeah. It wouldn't shock me. Um, Low scoring. And then another Big Ten game I want to touch on, Penn State, Ohio State. I personally think Ohio State's going to destroy them. This is in the shoe. Uh, the early line that I'm seeing very early is like Ohio State minus 17 and a half. And I don't think that's enough personally. Yeah, I think I agree with that after last week's performance. Yeah. Nine fucking overtimes, nine overtimes against, uh, by the way, uh, I'd like to boast for a second for my offseason coaching hire, <laughs> best coaching hire, Brett Belima. <laughs> no, 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 no. You already got off that bus. You're not allowed to get back on. <laughs> I did say the party was over, but he reignited the party, man. So, Penn State, Ohio State, I don't think any of us have any crazy takes there. Penn State's offense is weak, and Ohio State's going to crush them. Just my opinion. Last game I want to discuss, boys, Florida and Georgia. Florida, they're 2-3 and three in the conference. They've, God, I, I don't know what to make of them. They gave Alabama a game, almost beat them, and then... Have laid a few eggs since then. Do they have any chance to make it a game with Georgia? Early nope. lines is like Georgia minus 14 and a half is what I'm seeing. No, no shot. No, <laughs> no shot. None whatsoever. None. No, nope. I don't think anybody on Georgia's schedule has a shot. It, it's just, it's over. I don't think anybody in college football has a chance against Georgia. I said that about a month ago. Yeah. I, I won't say it doesn't have a chance. Alabama but, has a chance and they'll probably get yeah, two chances. That's what I was going to say. Two teams. Ohio State and Alabama, I feel like, have a chance to beat Georgia. But outside of that, I I don't see anybody. Quick prediction here. I think, since we're talking about Georgia, I think Georgia beats Alabama, and then Alabama beats Georgia in the national championship. We get a repeat of LSU-Alabama. The one team, the one coach that I do not want to face two times in one season is Nick fucking Saban. Are you entirely sure that if Alabama has two losses on their resume that they get in? 
I don't think they do. I think if they lose a game, they're out. I think there will be yeah. too many teams that are either undefeated or one loss. You're assuming everybody's going to stay undefeated. Well, I just don't. I don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah, I mean, well, okay. We can since we're about closing the show out here. We can uh, we could actually touch on this for a minute since um, that's all we've got left to talk about here. I mean, looking at the AP poll. I mean, just like both of you, pull up the AP poll here yep. if you can. Looking at it. Um, who's your four best teams in the country? Give them to me right now. Regardless of records. Regardless of record, all the shit. Give me the four best teams. Georgia. Uh, well, Georgia's one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I would put Ohio State in there. Alabama two. Ohio State's going to be in there. Yeah, Alabama. And so who's four? And you you got to struggle to find four, man. Take pick a pick. One. Maybe That's Michigan. what I'm saying. It depends if Michigan can keep it close with Ohio State, which I doubt. Um, uh, yeah, and then you go down the list. Take Michigan. Say you both want to put them in there for. If Michigan went and played on the road at Ole Miss right now, you think they'd beat Ole Miss? Wait, I don't. Wait for Wake Forest to squeak through undefeated <laughs> and ruin Alabama's shot. Hey, man, I hope, I mean, that, you know, it don't matter to me. If we lose to Georgia, I don't feel like we deserve to go to the playoffs, personally. I mean, if you lose to A and M and then you get yeah, beat in SEC title, I'm, such, I'm good with it. It's like, one of those situations, man. Like you can't say that oh they don't deserve it because they they took two losses. But if Alabama played in the Big Ten, in the ACC, in the Pac-12, they wouldn't lose a game. They wouldn't even have a close sure. game. So to say that they don't deserve it, it to me is wrong. If Alabama can beat every other team on that top twenty-five, they deserve to be there, regardless of record. It's unfortunate for them that they play in a packed SEC West. Well, or SEC, you know, and really. I, I agree with that. And I think Timmy's kind of on to something because earlier, a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about Cincinnati and he said the wind, the way the wind is blowing, there's been enough bitching and moaning and crying about it that Cincinnati will get in this year. And honestly, I'm not sure I disagree with him at this point. They're not going to lose. The same Cincinnati that just almost went to overtime against well, one in six yeah. Navy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, that if team, they hold serve, they'll get in. Yeah. I that it. team will end up in the playoffs at this point. Mark my words. If Alabama loses close to Georgia in the SEC title game and they don't get in, this is going to be the start of the we need more than four teams. Well, I think they need to do more than that. I, the, my problem with their whole format is, is like they have this secret formula of who gets in every year. It's like you need to just get in a room and establish the minimum criteria, like, you know, whatever the hell it is. Like if you have two losses or three losses, like you're immediately out, you know, make it public knowledge of what your resume has to have to get in because everybody else is just guessing. Yeah, but what if you just end up looking at schedules? If if that's if you're just judging on wins and losses, no one's going to schedule tough out of conference games. No one. Yeah, I mean the eyeball test has to be a part of it. You know, you have to look at it and be like, okay, develop a yeah, strength Oklahoma's- of schedule coefficient and base it off of that. Like you know, they. Well, they- I'm saying you could do a bunch of things. Like you have to have X number of wins versus top twenty five opponents. You know, whatever it is, I don't know. But this secret formula that they have. Well, like you take, okay, take Ohio State and Oregon. Perfect example, right? Say Ohio State wins out and crushes everyone they play. Say Oregon wins out. (laughs) What are you going to do? You going to put Ohio State in over Oregon? Because Oregon beat them on the road, head up. But do we think Ohio State's a better team? Fuck yeah, right now. Yeah, but in that case, I mean, they got the head-to-head victory. How how can you go against that? They've already played. 
be that as it may, who do you think is better? Who's the best four teams? Like what? How much stock do you put in that ten weeks ago? Yeah, like that's you're right. Teams change. They it's dynamic. They do. I mean, so I mean, Oregon's out without C.J. Verdell now. Their best running back. They don't have him anymore. They're not the same team they were. They lost to fucking Stanford. And in my opinion, if you lose to Stanford, you don't get to go to the playoffs. Yeah. Well, make that one of the existing rules. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone that loses to Stanford, immediately out. Immediately disqualified. I agree. That's a good point. (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't know. It's going to be a fucking shitstorm. But we'll get some answers after this week. Either Michigan or Michigan State's playoff hopes will be dashed. So, hopefully it's it's not Michigan. Because I would love for Michigan to go undefeated and then choke it off. Wait for it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well... I think that is going to wrap us up. You boys got anything before we shut her down? Nah, I think I'm good. Somebody get John Gruden on the phone. Bring him to Baton Rouge. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. We're lowering our standards hard fucking want, core. What was that PR nightmare? Come on, we can look past the, the, the 15-year-old emails, can't we? I mean, me personally, I sure. So. I mean, I, I don't. It's not my team, so I don't care who they hire. But you know, I think uh, I think Penn State uh, is going to be without James Franklin after this season, and after losing to Illinois in nine overtimes, I think he might have had the LSU job on his brain. Mm, I think they already got so, Joe Brady sewed up. I don't get that. No chance. But we'll we'll see. All right, that's going to wrap us up for the week. Um, we uh we'll be back with you next tuesday we will be part of the pigskin podcast network as of that show uh you guys can find us on all available podcast platforms go give us a listen give leave us a review tell us what you think uh and five stars only please helps us get more content out to you guys and uh, we will be back with you for next week tuesday november the second see you then